0: That's Nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's K-N-I-X.com.
1: Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7. We're at episode number 1,597 right now, and let me be the first to wish you a happy Life Day. Yes, indeed. It's 40 years ago today that the Star Wars Holiday Special debuted on televisions across the nation, and that's either a wonderful day or a dark day (laughs) for a lot of folks, depending on, you know, memories of the whole thing. I mean, gosh, I loved it when I was a kid and didn't, you know, know any better, per se. I mean, you know, watching it now, it doesn't quite hold up, and, you know, we're going to talk about... Life Day and the Holiday Special during the coming week, so, you know, there'll be more to dig into about that, but I just wanted to at least say Happy Life Day to you today. (laughs) And I wanted to finish up what we were talking about yesterday, which was the whole thing about what characters may show up in the Cassian and or streaming TV series. Now, the article in The Hollywood Reporter mentioned a couple of folks that could appear, and I think it's very storyline-dependent for these folks. And so I wanted to touch on the ones that they mention and see, like, like, okay, what are the possibilities? And first of all, one of the possibilities that gets mentioned is Maul, or Darth Maul, if you will. And, of course, we saw him active with Crimson's, uh, not, yeah, Crimson Dawn, excuse me. I was going to say Crimson Sun and mix up, you know, Black Sun and Crimson Dawn together, but as the leader of crimson dawn and knowing of course that he is alive and well and at least lasts until what about 2 ab or 2 bby something like that when he dies in star wars rebels spoiler alert <laughs> so yes it's certainly possible but it sort of depends on the notion of him running into any criminal criminal syndicate activity that would be cassian Andor being him and You know, if it's spy tales and tales of espionage and adventure, well, I suppose that getting mixed up with criminal syndicates seems like a a possibility in that regard. But, um, you know, I'm going to say that's a little lower on the totem pole. I think one of the more, uh, you know, obvious potential situations is Enfys Nest. Seeing Enfys Nest in this series, especially as the rebellion is, you know, kind of just getting started, I think it's a definite possibility. But what's more is when you think about how old Cassian is when he dies at the end of Rogue One, he's 26 years old. And so with Diego Luna portraying the character, you know, how far can you conceivably go back in time? I would suggest that it's probably no more than five years, I would think. And so if Enfys Nest shows up, it's going to be five years after the end, roughly, maybe four, of Solo A Star Wars Story. And so Enfys will probably be, I guess, I think Enfys was supposed to be around 16, so maybe... Uh, in her early 20s, and so maybe that actually makes her almost the same age as Cassie and Andor, interestingly enough. So, I think that there's definitely a possibility for the two of them to cross paths, and as a result, there was one particular character that was not mentioned in the Hollywood Reporter article that I think would make a fabulous addition to the Cassian Andor series, and that would be Saw Gerrera. I'm surprised that there was no mention of Forrest Whitaker's character in here he has already done guest work on Star Wars Rebels as Saw Gerrera so certainly he's into the idea of doing that character in more places than just the Rogue One situation that he had and considering that there is an ongoing history between Saw Gerrera and his partisans and the I guess you would say mainstream rebel alliance if you will that's led by Mon Mothma I think that there's a lot of potential for drama and conflict with those organizations. And certainly, you know, Cassian knows or knows of Saw, and it's certainly possible that Saw is aware of him as well. So I think that there's a lot of opportunity there for the two of them to cross paths. And I think it's probably a storyline-dependent situation as well. I don't think he would be someone that we would see across the entirety of the series. And then another character who was mentioned in the article, it's the only character that we haven't talked about yet. And the reason I say it's storyline-dependent is really actually, eh, it's not storyline-dependent so much as it is timeline-dependent, and that's K2SO. Whether he actually shows up in the series or not kind of depends on where Cassian is in his journey. He's already working for the Rebel Alliance when he has his um, mission to Wessico that we talked about on the podcast previously where he encounters K2SO and is able to kidnap him for the Alliance, but... Obviously, he's been working with the alliance uh, Cassian has for a while before he meets K2SO, and so depending on when the series takes place, that will tell us whether we might actually see K2SO as part of this whole thing. So I certainly think it's possible, but it kind of depends on where in the timeline they put us for this. And I'll throw one last wild card situation in here, and this is a character that is kind of sort of a deep cut character, if you will, but... I'll give you a good reason why it's possible that this character could show up. The character's name is Zosad Hossam, I believe is how you would pronounce it, and it's a character that's only appeared in novels so far. First in Catalyst, that was written by James Luceno, and that's a prequel to Rogue One, and also in Rebel Rising by Beth Revis. And that, of course, is a prequel to Rogue One in its way as well. And this character was recruiting for the Rebel Alliance at one point. And the reason why that you know kind of rings a bell for me is because Cassian Andor is considered to be quote-unquote recruiting for the Rebel Alliance as well. And in Secrets of the Empire, when you get to see Cassian talking to you, his transmission shows up with the fulcrum agent logo. And, you know, if Cassian is considered recruiting and is a fulcrum agent, and so was Ahsoka Tano, then it's entirely possible that this Zosad person was also a fulcrum agent as well. And so maybe we're gonna have an opportunity to see more fulcrum agents in action and therefore Zosad might be one of them. I'm also pulling a, uh, <laughs> putting in a plug for uh, Tubes, or Edrio 2 Tubes, as he is known by the time of Rogue One, and his Eggmate Benthic. I think that there's a good possibility the two of them will show up too, as far as bit players who were f- first involved in Enfys Ness Cloud Riders group, and then moved on to Sargerar's Partisan. So there you go um, characters that could certainly pop up in the Cassie and Andor streaming series and I think would be a lot of fun to see them there and I'd love to hear who you think is going to show up in the Cassie and Andor series so please drop me a line wherever you get, wherever, wherever you're catching this episode and let me know what you think. So that's going to do it, and I hope you'll subscribe to the show wherever you happen to be catching it, so that way you don't miss another episode. And I hope you'll consider supporting this daily dose of Star Wars joy at patreon.com sw7x7. For now, though, it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for this episode, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be.